The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Friday, November the 4th, um, and we are here to have a little recap of Game 5 and give some picks out for Game 6, which is back in Houston uh, tomorrow night. We've got a 24-hour window, less of a rush job with the off day. Uh, and joining us first up from Houston, Texas, is the machine, Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, how are you doing? Doing well. One game away for the city. Uh, hopefully they can wrap it up on Saturday night. But uh, yeah, big win last night. We'll get into it in, here in a minute. But the exciting times here around Houston, uh, fans are excited. The city's excited. One game away from uh, hoisting the uh, World Series title. And secondly, um, uh, a pleasure to get Mr. Rockford back on. Uh, Dylan struggles because he's got to go and turn the cogs of industry during the day when we've been doing the early shows. But tonight, uh, he can make it. Mr. Dylan Rockford, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Malcolm. Munoff, good to be with you guys. Uh, yeah, haven't been on in a while, but can't wait to get into game six. Got some nice plays for everyone. And I think another person that's really happy, Munoff, Mattress Mac. He went yeah. from cursing <laughs> out people to uh, high-fiving the random people in uh, Philly. So... I love what sports is doing, and he's a w- one win away from seventy-five million. Yeah, th- I think there's a backstory about why he was cussing people out. I should have read the article, but uh, yeah, <laughs> complete three hundred sixty-degree like turnaround from what happened from game four to game five. So uh, yeah, he's one game away from cashing a seventy-five million dollars from the books all around the country. Sheesh. Um, yeah. So. I know it's a, a Friday, it's a proper busy Friday night. I think everyone's multitasking, Moon. Off, you've got your your tennis eyeballs going, but you have got the tennis on. Is that right? I had the te- I had the hockey on earlier. We were talking about that offline, but now I have the tennis on in front of me. I know Dylan's been getting stuck into some Finnish ice hockey as well. Uh, and I've got the Breeders' Cup on, uh, which is nice and early actually. I normally have to sort of burn the midnight oil when this is on, uh, but it's the the juvenile card. So there's a race going off in about 10 minutes time. So if you see me start leaping about, I might have to put myself on mute and you can talk amongst yourselves while I cheer this thing home over the line. Um, well, give me the picture so I can bet it right now too. What are you, what are you doing, Malcolm? Are you um, it's a bit chalky. The horse is called Silver Knot uh, in the next race at Keeneland. It's 10, um, race number 10 maybe. The race is going on off next in 10 minutes. Round about minus 105. But yeah, it should win pulling a cart, mate. Don't mush it. Um, Dylan, so we haven't spoken to you for a little while. So first, I'm going to ask you um, how you've enjoyed the rest of the series. It's been two or three games since since we spoke to you. So give us your thoughts on on how the series has gone because it's been a load of fun. I've really enjoyed it. And then particularly um, game five last night. What did you make of that? Yeah, game five was really uh, amazing. 1-1 to start the game and then kind of sailed through it. And then game went under. Uh, I, I What I've really been impressed with was the Phillies bullpen. I feel like 
they've really turned out from what we've seen in the regular season and then coming into the postseason. I didn't think they would be able to shut, especially a lineup like the Houston Astros. Uh, Yodan Alvarez has kind of been limited. And when the Phillies took a 2-1 lead, they were they were already ready to celebrate a World Series. And then here come the Astros. They went two in a row, and now they're just one win away at home. So everything's leading towards Houston and me and Noah Cashin, uh them winning in six. Yeah, it was it was a good game. There was a, there was the early action. Uh, Verlander gave up his his home run. I mean, Houston looked like they were going to score a few more runs in that first innings. Altuve had the uh, the triple, but there was a double play at the end. So the Syndergaard kind of got away with it. Then Schwarber sent that one miles of Verlander. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Houston sort of took a little bit of control again, and actually relied on the defense late on and. It was part of our handicap at the at the top of the series that the as as much as actually Philly have played on the defensive side of the ball quite well in this series. Um, an incredible catch from uh, Mister Fifty to One, Chas McCormick. A nice play down the first baseline from uh, Trey Mancini as well. Moving enough, so that was it. That was a tense moment. There were seven, eight inning plays. And you had to hold your nerve, and that's the sort of thing that wins games and wins series, isn't it? Those defensive plays. There was a couple of moments last night. You mentioned two of them, but I think there was another um, jam. I think that it was a bases loaded situation for the Phillies. And I think, um, was it Verlander or was it another guy out of the bullpen for or Presley came in? Um, and, and, you know, that was a play down the line there by Trey Mancini. Justin Verlander earlier in the game was in a bit of a, a jam he got out of that. Um, and those are the plays that are serious altering plays, right? If one of those plays, may have gone the other way. We'll be maybe talking about Phillies being up three to two right now, but give credit to Trey Mancini came in at first base to take over for the injured Yuli Gurriel made a fantastic play, uh, saved uh, at least one run for sure. And then Chaz McCormick's catch was just out of this world. I mean, when you talk about catches that people will remember, I think that's got to be up there with uh, some of the other catches that we have seen in the postseason. That was absolutely phenomenal what Chaz McCormick did uh, in that ninth inning um, for the Astros uh, defense. So, yeah, I know the fans were excited about that, and, and it was a lot of fun to watch that game. Yeah, that was really the difference between going uh, going back 3-2 up or going back 3-2 down. It was, it yeah. was a game change in play. Um, and I know Brandon Marsh coming in kind of tied together the – uh, the outfield of the Phillies because they do struggle a little bit. Schwarber can't get around as much. Castellanos, as much as he's made those three identical catches this series. Yeah. Um, Brandon Marsh has come in and sort of tied that position together. But it's such an important position. And McCormick uh, did the business last night. Uh, Dylan, just before we get into game number six, yeah. have you, how have you, how's your look been over those few games? Have you been reading them well? Uh, no, not really. I've I hit on the under with uh, the no hitter in game four. That's about it. I've tried to cash on some plus money with the Astros minus one and a half, but everything's been in a close game. So kind of been reading it wrong. Hopefully they they take care of business. So the uh, winning Astros winning in six kind of boosts my uh, unit size. But I had a question for you two. So do you think so right now i'm looking at the world series mvp market and jeremy pena he's the favorite at minus 105 do you think his night at the plate yesterday with the two rbis do you think that's enough to win it or framber valdez if he gets the win do you think he cashes at plus 700 i think it's usually offensive players that do win it i know remember the year where the dodgers won it, it was Corey seager 
um last season with the Met, sorry with the Braves I forgot who won the MVP for them last year um let me see if I can look that up here real quick uh but yeah I think that Jeremy Pena has done both enough not only offensively but defensively as well because you kind of take a look at some of the uh, you know leaping catches that he has made some of the catches that um are not only catches but also defensive plays where have where he saved runs, where he's, you know, turned that double play like Malcolm was mentioning. And it's it's usually an offensive guy that wins. I think last year it was Jorge Soler for the uh, Atlanta uh, Braves. But, yeah, I think Jeremy Pena, rightfully so, should be the winner of this award. Uh, maybe if Kyle Tucker hits a home run tomorrow, I think that might be a possibility. But I think it'll be an offensive guy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a lose at the moment. Sort of Valdez would have to go out and do something special because all the all the bats have done sort of little bits, but no, not one bat is. Um, they've all had sort of individual moments, uh, but no one's strung together those three or four um, sort of big games or, or two or three back to back homers that kind of thing. So it's kind of up for grabs, and Penny's pushed himself to the front. <laughs> the one other thing I did want to mention: um, the IT department came through. Um, as I was watching the game last night and um, just on a close-up of JT Real Muto and that suddenly piqued her interest and she decided she wanted to watch the next 10 minutes of the game. She was like, oh, he's nice, is what's happening. So yeah, JT Real Muto is now a favourite um, here for the IT department. So um, if it's getting getting more people into, basket, uh, into baseball uh, is JT and, and his lovely jawline. So he was a big hit. Um, okay, we've got our game six uh, picks coming up. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Can't we laugh? I'm just laughing about what you just said there. <laughs> I love how you just um, put it in. Yeah, you just kind of like just <laughs> randomly like put it in there. I, I, just, I think you need to clarify what the I or who the IT department is. I should say and why we call it the IT should... department. I think you need to expand on that. Might be one of the last pods of the season. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, the IT department is my wife who is a. Uh, <laughs> You well know I am entirely useless at anything involving, well, anything, frankly, that doesn't involve me sitting here and talking. <laughs> so um, when things go tits up with the with my phone, the laptop, the headphones, normally Moonaf and the IT department um, have to sit and um, go through it all and save the day. So, um, but yeah, big fan of JT Real Muto, uh, she is. Um if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win betters live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Uh, the win bet win hour every Thursday from five till six. Uh, marquee games of the week have got better odds. Loads of promos. Odds and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Same game boosted parlays, in-game odds, every major sport. Sign up today to receive the special offer of Bet100 to win 100. Loads to show you some. All you have to do is head up to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win is available. If you were someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-47. Double zero and sports gambling podcast on YouTube, giving you the chance to win an autographed Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawkins jersey. Free to enter. Subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win and turn on your notifications so you don't miss that. Um, if we contact you, 
because um, the winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. Okay, we've got about two minutes to post in this horse race. Uh, tomorrow, game six, back in Houston, is a three minutes past midnight. What's that? 8.03 Eastern? Yes, sir. 8.03. I'm getting good at this. Last day of the season, we would have to have cracked the time difference. <laughs> Well done. We got we to clap for that. Just in time for me to forget it all for the first day of next season. Um, yeah. 8.03 Eastern first pitch, the Philadelphia Phillies at the Houston Astros. Um, Zach Wheeler will go for the Philadelphia Phillies. Fran Valdez goes for the Houston Astros. Phillies plus 125. Houston minus 132. The toll is set at seven. Uh, Dylan, we've missed you all week. You can lead us off with your handicap here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the total here. Uh, I got a seven earlier in the day. I took an under on that. I set my total at 6.4. There, I think there are some still sevens out there, six and a halfs. Would, if you're only able to get six and a half, that'd be a smaller play. But the last two games have gone under, and games two and three landed on seven, so it'd be a push. Besides game one, the pitchers have really settled in. And I've, like I said, I've been really impressed with the Phillies bullpen, the way they pitched in the postseason. So I didn't, I didn't expect them to do this well. I think the Astros have been have the pitching advantage here in the, in the starters with Valdez. He was spot on in game two. Six innings, four hits given up, just one run surrendered. And uh, with the way the Phillies bats have kind of da- uh, died down, only two runs yesterday, um, getting no hit in game four. I think we see a pretty similar performance from Valdez. Maybe a 4-2, 4-1 game, but I think the Astros win in six, and me and Noah cash our World Series prediction. So I'm going Astros, and I'm going to take the under. Okay, uh, clean and simple, that, Dylan. Uh, absolutely love it. Moonaf, what have you got? I think the interesting conversation here is that, I know we were talking about this very, very briefly online, is that there may be some arm, arm fatigue for Zach Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, coming into this game, I know they pushed uh, him back uh, not only for game one of this uh, series to start, but also an extra day, we know, between the game got postponed and then he possibly could have gone in game six as well. But you take a look at his game one uh, or sorry, his game two performance where he did give up four earned runs in five inning span uh, to the Houston Astros uh, in that game two victory for the Astros. This was a guy that we were really looking at his strikeout props. Um, early on in the playoff series, right? Whether that was against the Padres or whether that was against the Atlanta Braves, but he had two games against the Padres where he had eight strikeout seats, but his last start against the Astros in game two, he only had three strikeouts in that game. So I'm, I'm very concerned about Zach Wheeler and the arm fatigue there that I personally think that the Astros will come out swinging in the first couple of innings, especially in that first thing, you know, we've seen it where they like to attack the pitcher early and often, and I think this might be a case in game six where they probably want to come out and get that lead, maybe get out to a one nothing one or two nothing lead and let Framber Valdez do his thing because Framber was absolutely incredible for this team in his start in the World Series against his Phillies team. And he's had a pretty good postseason so far where he is 2-0. and He's only allowed three runs in 19 innings pitch so far this season. Um, he, do- he does give up runs early. He gave up two earned runs to the Seattle Mariners in that series. But after that, against the Yankees, seven shutout innings, he did give up two unearned runs. And then his last start, like I mentioned, on Saturday against the Phillies, he, he went six and a third and only allowed one earned run in that span. Did have three walks, but both of those last two games against the Yankees and the Phillies, he did have nine strikeouts. So I think we see another good performance out of Framber Valdez here. He knows that he's up for a contract. This is, could be the game for him 
where he can come out, pitch well, and say, hey, I went out and won a World Series title for the Houston Astros, and I think they get it done here. I like, I like the Houston Astros in this game, Malcolm. I also like the uh, strikeout prop here tonight, or sorry, on Saturday night for, um, for Amber Valdez. So trying to see what that number is right now for him. It might be a little bit juice, but uh, let me see here. Strikeouts, uh, five and a half. It's at minus 155, but if your book allows you to buy that up, uh, now I think I like uh, for Amber Valdez over five and a half strikeouts. Uh, moon after the horses just turning into the streets and I cannot see for the life of me where I was is hang on what's that up the rail oh it needs a split get up that rail go on go on this is yeah this is go on is that up the the inside in the blue yeah he's out there on the outside he's got a stick your nose out son oh my god oh Oh, Moon after it's been oh he died oh Oh, no he got there no he didn't yeah he did he got chin no he didn't Oh, this he is got second. Yeah, yeah, he got his nose in front about twenty yards from the wire, and uh, then got chinned on the line. What a nightmare! Oh, I tell yeah. you, talk about the IT. Everything went mental. My laptop's just died. Luckily, when I'm on the, I've got my backup phone running, so I need the IT department backup. I'm still going. Oh man, horse got beat. What a disaster! Um, wow. Yeah, baseball. Uh, Zach Wheeler. The arm fatigue thing, Moonaf, concerned me a little bit. Um, I know they really got no choice but to but to send into the mound. It's a do or die situation. Now, um, the Astros were ready for him last time, so I absolutely ambushed him last week. I'm just looking at that photo finish. How was that horse got beat? Oh, his head down. Right, we need a photo there, Muna. Um, yeah. They absolutely ambushed him, sort of, what, three of the first four pitches or went for doubles. And if there's any sign of... Um, Sort of, we, he needs to be on it immediately, or the Astros are going to give him hell. Like, um, Valdez has been con- really consistent, um, uh, quite nasty as well. Uh, 142 ERA against Philly this season, uh, 19's, um, 19 innings pitched in, uh, sorry, two starts against Philly. He's got a 079 ERA, a 142 ERA in the pool season. That horse has got beat. Um, so. Houston have controlled most of the series. The scores almost to me, it should just be three and a half, one and a half. Because it was that, apart from the game where the Phillies hit all those home runs, um, then and then Philly won the second half of that game um, when they came back from sort of five, nothing down. So Houston have controlled the majority of the series as feisty as uh, Philadelphia have been. So I have to think they get it done tomorrow. The other thing is here, we did have two... Um, people on the show give out 4-2 is the correct score. Dylan and Noah both went for it. Um, yeah. So we had two 4-2s. So I think we've got to back them up here. We had 4-1 Moon uh, So we both missed the ball. But the 4-2s are still live. So I'm going to take Houston here at minus 132. So not a hugely original play, but looks like looks like a, a winner to me. Um, the other player, I've got I've got one player prop as well. Sure. Uh, which is Zach Wheeler. Um Earned runs, um, and it's over one and a half. Um, oh and I, yeah, that's at minus one seventeen. Um, I think that could happen really at any point. Yeah, I like that. Um, I could go. I know he's, he will be on a short leash, and they, they've got an excuse ready for him with the arm fatigue. Um, but it won't take much if they attack him, if they ambush him early and often like they did uh, the other night. I think he could give up some runs. So they would be my two players for the game. Uh, Dylan, 
Any anything more fancy that you can uh, that you've picked out? Anything you want to direct us towards at all? Yeah, I have a player prop as well. I'll join the parade with you guys. Kyle Schwarber just to get one walk over a half a walk. It's at plus money, plus one hundred five. He's seeing the ball extremely well. He's working the counts, very disciplined. He had a single and a walk in game two against Valdez. And I think he's going to want to get on base rather than going for the home run. He He's had a walk in seven straight games and at um, 11 out of his last 12 games. So at plus money, this is it seems like a no brainer to me. Maybe it's a little too easy, but I, I like Kyle Schwarber over just a half a walk at plus 105. All right, moving off. Anything else for you? I'm, I'm honestly just thinking about just fading Zach Wheeler in every way that I can. You mentioned the earned runs there. I like that over one and a half at plus money. His last start against the Astros in the World Series, he gave up three walks. And right now I'm seeing over one and a half walks at plus 150 for him. Hits allowed, I'm seeing over four and a half at plus 105. Um, His strikeouts are currently at set four and a half, and the under four and a half is at plus 120. So I think that if they come out swinging in this game, there's a possibility that, you know, they're with their backs against the wall. Let's just say within those first two, three innings, he gives up three earned runs to the Astros. He's going to have a quick uh, leash there. The, the Rob Thomas is going to come out and pull, uh, pull him out of the game. So I think that's one way you probably want to attack it. I was looking for his outs issued uh, in this game. Uh, don't see that listed yet. Maybe wait closer to game time or uh, on Saturday morning to see if that, that prop pops up. But I think that's maybe another way if you want to fade Zach Wheeler in this game. So I think those are a couple of ways I'm looking at it. Yeah, that, that outs issue, just the one I was uh, I was waiting for you to come up with, because I know you followed that this season. Dylan, who do you want to win? Do you want this to go to a game seven? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. He has a ticket to Astros in six. Yeah, I have ticket. Okay, I was, that was my next question. Is that because you bet them? Or no, no, I actually you... I put the ticket in, and then when they went down 1-0 in the series yeah. price, I was able to get Astros again at plus 110. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, I took them again. I doubled down on it. And I don't know about you guys, but I like baseball in November. Yeah, 100%. What, what do you like about it? I mean, it doesn't affect me. It's all it's on just, the telly. It's just, oh, it's just always ending at like Halloween around there. So the more baseball, the better for me, I feel like. It's really because we have a like quick turnaround too. Like we only get a like what maybe or the league only gets like two to three months off. But even like for the pod and stuff, like we're right back to doing division previews like end of February and like beginning yeah. of March. Well, uh, baseball classics right around the corner. Yeah. Malcolm's all over that. He's flying into the States again to oh, cover it live. Are we all meeting up? Yeah, we're going to go. We've got every day we've got to fly between the States and Japan to cover so we can cover both groups. Right. Um, so it's going to be a lot of commuting, but um, that'll be okay. Are Qatar for the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, I've got to Qatar for the World oh, Cup. Wow. And then we're, not, we're not privileged enough to get on his private jet there. No. Uh, I mean, you saw I the did... mansion that he showed us right before that little <laughs> room that we're sitting in right now. Huge. I wish. Yeah. I did see um, uh, on Twitter, did you see the Formula One car driving around the casino yeah. floor of the wind? Because um, I recognize that. That was uh, where we'd sat, uh, me and Terrell and Sean and Sean's brother Chuck had a very good game of blackjack in there. And I thought, I recognize that room. And then a Formula One car went buzzing down the middle of it, like uh, only in Vegas. Um, yeah, I think the, um, I saw someone trying to book some rooms for uh, 
F1 weekend in Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. It was sixty, around about sixty-two thousand uh, dollars was the going rate for like a standard room somewhere. So that's going to be an expensive weekend if you head if you're heading out for the F1. Why, why are you um, laughing? There's like pillows that you're leaning on that you just can tear into, and some cash will fall out. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I can afford it. Obviously, it's just everybody else. Yeah, I couldn't afford it. That's all. Look at that photograph, Moon. After that horse has been one horse's nostril, and we could have all been in Vegas, mate. Yeah, it's okay. Damn it. So yeah, busy weekend of sport coming up. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of do hope it goes to game seven. I don't really care either way, but I would like to sit and stick the telly on on Sunday night and watch a game seven. It would be exciting. Yeah, purely from a sport point of view. Yeah, of course. Game yeah. sevens in any sport is exciting. Yeah, because we can, we can, yeah, and you can win your money back, Dylan. That you don't win. Oh, um, you don't care about my money. You're already rich. Oh my goodness! This is uh, a little I bit of bullying going on. I just hope this isn't the yeah. last pod. To be honest, well, the last pod. We'll come back and do off season pod. I mean, we'll do a wrap up <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, we need to do a wrap up show just to highlight some of the uh, the good and bad takes. Um, and we from get June Noah back. It will push us to an hour. We're good. Hour no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Noah could talk solidly from now until opening day next season without a break, actually. He could take us right the way through um, and, and claim that he still had a couple more angles in. So, um, yeah, thanks, everyone, uh, for joining us. Good luck with your bets. Uh, good luck, Dylan. I hope you get it done. Um, and if you don't, then we'll be back for Game 7. Um, loads of sport going on. Lots of NFL, the GGs tomorrow night. I've got all my losers out of the way tonight. Uh, that means I'll have all the winners tomorrow. So if you head to um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com or look at Twitter, the uh, the SGPN Twitter feed have uh, put out our betting card, myself and the Wolf of Oakland. The Wolf of Oakland's done all right today. I had a little um, trifecta up earlier on as well. So um, you can watch the racing tomorrow while you're doing your college football and other stuff. Uh, Newcastle don't play it Sunday. Liverpool are playing on Sunday as well. You two plastic supporters um, away at Tottenham Hotspur. So good luck with everyone. Uh, with everything thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you down the road cheers